0: This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee's Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 91 is going to be from Hebrews chapter 9, verses 27 through 28. All men need to remember that at the end of their lives, judgment awaits. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 27 through 28 read, And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment, so Christ was offered once to bear the sins of many. To those who eagerly wait for Him, He will appear a second time apart from sin for salvation. Men, everywhere, every man that has ever lived, every woman that has ever lived, every human being that has ever lived will have to face the judgment at the end of their life. If they die before the second coming of Jesus, then we will have to face the judgment. Members of the church and members of the world alike will all have to face the judgment day. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. How we lived in this life is going to determine where we go at the end of this life. We are going to be judged by the Word of God. Once we die, if we've lived the way that the Word of God wants us to live, the way that Jesus came to show us, then we will have a reward in heaven. But if we have not lived that way, then we will not. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this, the judgment. All men need to remember that at the end of their lives, judgment awaits. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verses 13 and 14, the great King Solomon came to this conclusion. He said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. Solomon said this is the conclusion of the whole matter. He had sought out everything in this world. He was looking for happiness apart from God, and nothing was withheld from him. And at the end of the day, he said, all is vanity of vanity. Nothing matters in this world because at the end of your life, you're going to be judged and you're either going to go to heaven or hell based on how you lived your life. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments for this is man's all. There is nothing more to man. This should be the purpose in our lives, to keep God's commandments, for this is man's all. That little word, all, is all-inclusive of everything. Solomon had tried everything. He had tried many wives. He had tried having the most money in the world. Nothing was withheld from him. Yet, at the end of it all, he said, let us hear the conclusion I sum everything up, everything from having many wives to being the richest man to being the wisest man that ever lived. I'm summing everything up. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is man's all. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil. We will not be able to hide anything from God, and we need to remember all men need to remember that at the end of their lives, judgment awaits. For God will bring every work into judgment, including every secret thing. We will not be able to hide anything from God. In Matthew chapter 12, verses 36 and 37, it says, But I say to you that for every idle word men may speak, they will give an account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Just as Solomon said, every secret thing is going to be brought into judgment. Every idle word a man might say. That means every cuss word that we have ever said in our entire life, every time we've taken God's name in vain, we're going to give account of it in the day of judgment. The day in which every man is going to stand before God. He's going to give an account count for every idle word that he said. And as it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment, Hebrews chapter ten, I'm sorry, Hebrews chapter nine and verse twenty-seven, this in this day, in this day when we pass from this life, or Jesus returns a second time to judge the world, we are going to give an account of every idle word we have spoken. Whether it's a cuss word, taking God's name in vain, or speaking false doctrine to teach men error and pull them away from Christ, we are going to give an account of that in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. How we teach people to live is how we're going to be judged. By our words, what we have taught them. What we have said to them, how we've acted around them. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. That day is coming for each and every one of us. All men need to remember that at the end of their lives, judgment awaits. In Matthew chapter 24, verses 36-44, through 44, the Bible says, But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men will be in the field, one will be taken and the other left, two women will be will be grinding at the at the mill. One will be taken and the other left. Watch, therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore, you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. In verse 36 of Matthew chapter 24, it says... But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. Only God knows when Jesus is going to come back. Nobody else does. Therefore, we need to be ready each and every day. Every time we find out that we have sin in our lives, we need to repent of it because we might not have another opportunity to do so before God comes back. It's appointed. As it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment. We need to make sure that we're ready for the Son of Man to come back. But as that day of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. You see, Noah preached for 120 years. No one listened. They went about their lives eating and eating. And drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage, just living as there was no judgment coming. But there was. There was a day coming in which God was going to close the ark, and judgment was going to befall the earth. That day came, and everybody around Noah and his family was just eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage. They weren't paying attention to the day. And so it would surprise them when the water would start coming down from the skies and rain, and the door of the ark was shut. And so the water kept coming up, and they would want into the ark, but they wouldn't be able to get in because the doors of the ark would be shut. Judgment had befallen them, and it took them by surprise. We cannot allow the judgment day to come and take us by surprise. Let's not just go about our lives as if everything's okay if we're living in sin, because it's not. That day is going to come. And judgment's going to befall us. There is a day that is appointed. Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31. Truly this time of ignorance God once overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, for he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. That day has been appointed. We don't know when it's coming, but it is drawing near. Nearer each and every day. It could be a thousand years out. It could be a longer time than that. It could be Tomorrow. But if it comes and it catches you by surprise, you're going to be in trouble. Let's make sure that we all remember that the end of our lives, judgment awaits. Each and every one of us is going to have to appear before judgment. In John chapter 13, I'm sorry, John chapter 12, verses 48 through 50, the Bible says, He who rejects me... And does not receive my words, has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. In the last day, we're going to be judged by the word of God. And how we've lived according to what the Word of God has to say. And the only way that we're going to be approved of Him is if we're studying it and putting it into practice in our lives, rightly dividing it. In Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, the Bible says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the Word of truth. It's only through study and application of His Word that we are going to be able to be approved of by Jesus and therefore, if we're doing this, we have no reason to be scared of the judgment day. But if we're not, then it's going to catch us by surprise. And we're not going to be able to go into the promised land, which is heaven. In Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, the verse that we just quote again, I'm going to read it to you. These, truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. You see, that day is drawing near, and we need to be ready for it. We need to have lived our lives the way that the Bible tells us to live it, and not be caught off guard, as the people in the time of Noah were. In Romans chapter 2, verses 12-16, through 16, the Bible says, "...for as many have sinned without the law, will also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law, will be judged by the law. For not the hearers of the law are just in the sight of God, but the doers of the law will be justified." For when the Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do the things in the law, these also, not having the law, are a law to themselves, who show the work of the law written in their hearts, their conscience also bearing witness, and between themselves their thoughts, accusing or excusing them, in the day when God will judge the secrets of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. You see, There's a day in which God is going to judge the secrets of men. And we are going to be judged by whether or not we have lived the life that he has told us to live. If we've heard it and done it, then we are going to have a reward in heaven. All men need to remember that at the end of their lives, judgment is. Awaits. If we will remember that judgment awaits us at the end of our lives, then we will have a better chance of living the life that God wants us to live. If we remember we're going to be judged, then it will hold us to living appropriately. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 9-11, through 11, Therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well-pleasing to Him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ." That each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men, but we are well known to God and also trust are well known in your conscience. Read with me verse 9 again. Therefore we make it our aim, whether present or absent, to be well pleasing to him. Why? Why do they make it their aim to be well pleasing to God? Because... There's a judgment day coming, verse 10, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. All men need to remember that at the end of their lives, judgment awaits. If we will remember that we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ, it will help us to want, to desire, to be well-pleasing to him because he is our judge and he is going to judge us appropriately in 2nd Peter chapter 2 verses 4 through 11 for if god did not spare the angels who sinned but cast them down to hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment and did not spare the ancient world but saved noah one of eight people a preacher of righteousness in the flood on the on the world of the ungodly And turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ash, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those afterward would live godly, and delivered righteous Lot, who was oppressed by the filthy conduct of the wicked. For the righteous man dwelling among them tormented his righteous soul from day to day by seeing and hearing their lawless deeds. Then the Lord knows... How to deliver the godly out of temptation and to reserve the unjust under punishment for the day of judgment, and especially those who walk according to the flesh, in the lust of uncleanness and despise authority. They are presumptuous, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignitaries, whereas angels, who are greater in power and might, do not bring a reviling accusation against them before the Lord. You see, God did not spare the angels who sinned, but cast them down into hell and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved for judgment. And he did not spare the ancient world, but saved Noah, one of eight people, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in flood on the world of the ungodly and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ash, condemned them to destruction, making them an example to those who afterward would live ungodly. How do we think that he's going to deliver us? How do we think that we can live ungodly And make it to heaven. All men need to remember that at the end of their lives, judgment awaits. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today... Let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you.